Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you finding yourself saying something and feeling like it's not genuine or you're slightly lying when you were in an uncomfortable or different situation? Well, today I'm going to share why that is and what you can do to start to overcome some of this fear that's a very good liar. And if you stay until the end, I have an extra special point for you then. Now, this comes from myself doing this in the past, we're all human beings. It comes from my experience as a coach and it comes from my experience in sales in particular, which I've done a lot more this year. Now, I was just thinking about this the other day and like, even on like catching myself out for it a little bit, to be honest, like I found myself saying things that were really protecting myself. And I was like, that's not true. And actually I fooled myself in some ways to believing it. Now a really good coach, a really good salesperson can walk, see right through it and be able to guide you through it. And they're actually very similarly linked coaches and sales because they're there to kind of help you get the best decision and the points to you. A, a good coach or a good salesman is not going to force you on their own beliefs. They're going to get you to think and get you through some of the fears you're thinking. And it's not always possible because some people are so caught up in their own fears and it's really difficult to break through those. But a good coach or salesman will do that. Now, I realise in the past I've come up with some really big BS, bullshit, lies when I've been a little uncomfortable or scared. And I can fool myself. And I've heard it so much <laughs> over this last year from people. And you know, you've got to give them compassion because it's fear at the end of the day. We're only human beings. Yet it's not always obvious it's fear at the top level. Now, the two deepest fears of human beings are the fear of we're not being we're not enough and the fear of us not being lovable. And the, the fears that aren't deeper but on top of that are like the fear of failure and rejection. And when you dig, dig deep, it's usually the fear of not being good enough or not being lovable that it comes down to. And we all have different levels of this that we, we've got. And we've all, every human being's experienced it at some level that, that I've spoken to or met uh, when I've spoken about this. So the thing is, our lies, the lies the brain tells us, it's really, could be really clever, really logical. And can be true sometimes, like the logic is true. Not true, the logic's true, but actually the reason's, the reason's false. It's a lie. The brain tries to keep us safe when it feels something uncomfortable or different. And examples of this could be going out and talking to someone you fancy or someone you like the look of at the bar, for example. Your brain, and I remember this certainly for me in the trend in my a lot of my twenties. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I'm a bit busy having a good time with the guys. I won't bother talking to any girls today, or like, or like, oh yeah, yeah, just uh, oh, it's not the right time, really. You know, I'm just, I'm just chilling. Oh, I'm a bit tired today. Or I've also seen this in uh, when people have done public speaking or try to do public speaking in Toastmasters. I remember I almost did it, but someone luckily called me out. I went, you know, um, yeah, I, I'm just watching this first time. I'm not going to do any speech today, you know. Just I'll I'll take a little bit more in before I do a speech. 
uh, uh, absolute BS. It's because you're scared. <laughs> um, another one, the huge one, the money thing. People are so scared sometimes of spending money. Now, sometimes logically it may be impossible. From my experience of speaking to God knows how many people, when someone says they haven't got the money, that's usually one out of a hundred people. <laughs> very, very rare. It's usually a fear that they don't think they're good enough to find ways or strategies to get back. Yet they'll, think, they'll come up with things like, oh, it's not the right time. Yeah, a bit busy. Oh, I've got this on, I've got this on. When in the first place, they were interested in what you were doing. Now, if it's not right for them, that's absolutely fine. We're on about when people want something, not necessarily in like a sale. We're talking about uh, like maybe the dating scene or going out or even in like a career or at work or something. People or public speaking, it's when people want to do something, yet they come up with really genuine sounding lies, which aren't genuine, they're absolute lies, to keep them safe. Now, at the end of the day, you and only you can know if something's a lie or it's true. Now, a coach or a good salesman will be able to detect that in you as well and question you. And this is where people get a bit sensitive because they know it's true and deeper insecurities come out. And sometimes we need to go through those to get to the better version of us. So let's dive in to some points then. And I just want to ask you, how is it helping you? Has it helped you say lies? You're not intent, like we all, we all, we're all capable of doing lying to ourselves. When you lie to yourself, when you want something, you say you can't do it because there's a little bit of discomfort, it's a little bit of fear, a little bit of the unknown. How does it help you when you say, oh, it's not the right time, I'll just do it then. Another example is the, yeah, I'll just do it after the holidays. That is the big, one of the biggest excuses I've heard recently. It's, there's always, you, you could always find excuses or you find a way. So think about what it is for you. People really committed will jump in things straight away and push through that fear. So let's dive into the solution. The first point is know what you value. What is it you value? What do you really want? Again, it comes back to what you want. Being really clear on what you what you want in this life and what do you value? Do you value courage? Do you value honesty? What do you value? Because when you're clear on your values and what you want, that's gonna help you make better decisions. When we're unclear and we're like, actually, well, I don't want this, I don't want that, then we get confused. If you're really clear on what you want, it helps direct decisions even when fear shows up. The second one, when you're making a decision, use both logic and feeling. You can get too analytical and not use your intuition and like if it feels good and you're like oh what about this what about that and it puts you off something because you get analysis by paralysis by analysis alternatively you could just overlook the logic completely and therefore you miss something very obvious and flawed and make a mistake. So I always believe using a bit of logic and feeling when you're making a decision. So for example, if it's a money decision, like if it's uncomfortable to, you know, you want to do something, uh, whether that's a coaching program, whether that's going to an event or something like that, if it, if it feels uncomfortable, ask yourself, the, but it, like before you get onto the price or whatever, or find out what the investment is, 
you're like, this is something I really want. Then you start getting fearful because you hear the money thing. Ask yourself this, does it feel good? Like without that, that money objection? Okay, yeah, it does, it feels really good. And then ask yourself logically, can I make it work? Can I make it work? Like if like someone asks you, for example, like, okay, you can sign up for this and it's gonna be half a million dollars or pounds and you have less than less than five thousand pounds to your name then yeah maybe logically it's a good idea to say no on that occasion and then think about how you're going to make it work now that's very unlikely someone's going to say five unless you're like buying a house i guess or something like that um which which then would go into mortgages and stuff but anyway we won't go down down that road so when fear comes up, use both the logic and the feeling side. Does it feel good if you take away the feeling of fear? And does it seem at least a little bit logical to do without getting too over-analytical? Can you make it work? Okay. The next one, E and final one, E before I get on the bonus one. If you've got an opportunity to do so, ask someone else's perspective that you trust that can give you good guidance. Whether it's a friend, relative, whoever it is, colleague that you respect and trust. Ask them their perspectives. You know, I've been thinking about this. Um, can you help me think it through a little bit? And a true person, like a really good cultural guide in that case, is really going to help you think it through and kind of ask you those questions. Uh, as the, my f coaching friends do, the good coaching friends do. They help me think it through. But getting someone else's perspective can help you see a little bit outside the box than just your own. And therefore, you're able to see if you're, if you're lying to yourself, if, fe if fear is coming in and being that liar again from putting you off from doing something. So those are the three points, just going through how you can move through that fear when it's lying to you. Know what you value, first of all. Um, and also start questioning it, just be becoming self-aware. That's, that's another point I'd say. It's probably should have said that's a thread for all of it. Just being aware. Is this what I'm really feeling or is this fear speaking? Ask yourself that. So asking yourself that, and these are the three points again. Know what you value and what you want because that's going to help you drive decisions. Use both the logic and the feeling side of, your, of your, yourself. So not just like too logical that you've got to overanalyze everything. Yet yeah, don't just go, ah, it feels good and overrule or overlook something obvious in small details. And then have an opportunity to ask other people if you can as well, get their perspective on it. So those are the three points. I'll dive into my special point in a minute, but I just want to thank you for listening today and really appreciate you for being here. And if you've appreciated today's episode, I'd really value a rating and review on iTunes because you could be impacting someone's life by spreading this message out. Again, I don't have any ad spend. This is done off my own back completely organically. I do five to seven episodes a week to spread as much value as possible. So I'd really appreciate a rating and review so we can reach more people together. Okay, my bonus uh, tip that I wanted to share with you as well. It's just, this is a little bit of self-awareness work that you can do. Write down times and do this daily uh, for a week and then you can do this just weekly. Um, write down times that you notice that maybe some days that it doesn't happen. That's why I'm going to suggest doing it weekly. Uh, sorry, uh, daily for a week, first of all. Write down when you've ran away from something like 
that what a trigger has been for fear and what actually the feeling was and therefore what you did. Beca writing that down and becoming self-aware is a great start. And then asking yourself why you did that. Why did you do that? Because becoming self-aware is gonna really, really help. And then ask yourself, what will I do next time instead? Becoming super, super self-aware is really, really gonna help. So doing this daily for a week and then doing this weekly is really gonna create that self-awareness. Even writing it down is gonna allow you to change your behavior. I suggest, I suggest, like I say, do it daily for a week and then do it weekly after then. So that's what I've got for you today. I appreciate you for being here. You're improving other people's lives by being your, the best you. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.